Hello and welcome to the Coochie Cast with Ash. I'm your host, Ash. I know you guys have missed me. Ow, I'm adjusting actually right now because my foot is already falling asleep. Um, I hope everybody had an amazing 4th of July. I took the last two weeks to work a little extra and go on a mini vacay for the 4th of July with my partner and our dogs. It was just muchly needed and I'm such a summer baby that the 4th of July, Labor Day, Memorial Day, all of those, any excuse for me to go outside and live my best life, that's exactly what I'm going to do. But the last two episodes, I was like, I need to tell my dad jokes. People on my podcast who don't know me and follow me on social media need to know my dad jokes. So every episode from here on out, I am going to give you guys a little funny dad joke because that's just what I do. So there was a mouse. He had cheese, but no crackers. So what was he doing? A mouse had cheese, but no crackers. He was (laughs) crackalacking. I have the worst the worst dad jokes and I absolutely love them. They are amazing. Um, I have been so torn on what to talk about on this episode because there's a million different things that I would like to talk about. So I think today I'm going to talk a little bit about pressure and I'm going to talk bikini coffee. I've been asked to talk about that one quite often. I was a bikini barista for six and a half years of my life. If you do not know what a bikini barista is here in the Pacific Northwest, it's a barista and they wear a lot less clothing. They wear pasties, they wear bikinis, they wear lingerie, they wear fishnet. It's an insane industry and I'm not going to dig too deep today, but let me tell you the pressure from that job was absolutely mentally destroying. You are like a business owner's object. You are customer's object to stare at, to gawk at, to get torn and ripped apart about what you look like, about what you should change. You know, it's really easy to judge someone in that industry, right? Just like we can judge a dancer or just like we can judge this person, that person. And the biggest thing is you have no room to judge. You have no idea where that person's at in life, what they have going on. I have met women in that industry who were in nursing school and single moms trying to make a living not, you know, getting help from everywhere else. They wanted to do it on their own. They paid their tuitions. They took care of their child. They were amazing mothers, you know, just because from the outside they're wearing, you know, almost close to nothing doesn't mean all of us are like bad women. That I think was the biggest, most hurtful part of that, you know, part of my life because I got judged instantly, no matter what. It was by men, you were this, that, and whatever, or by women, you were just a disgrace, you were a hoochie mama, a whore, a slut, whatever. Not the case at all. I put myself through dental school. I lived on my own, paid my bills, took care of my dogs. You know, I got accepted into dental hygiene school. It was, that part of my life was just young You know, I looked good. I was just living my best life. But let's fast forward now. I'm 29 years old. I've been out of that industry, goodness, for about 
I don't even remember because I did clothes coffee for two years after that. My barista lifeline was eight and a half years and I've owned my business for three. So I think it's been about five and a half years since I've been a bikini barista. But the pressure all the time, you had to do your hair, you had to do your makeup, you had to, you know, always be on your A game and just be yourself. And it is draining. There were days where I would just stand there looking out the window, stuck in this box. Like I am meant for so much more than standing here half naked. I have so much life in me and so much drive. Like, why am I doing this? But again, when you put yourself in a financial position where you have to make good money like that, it's hard to get out when it's literally the easiest money. I worked 4 a.m. to noon and I could live the rest of my life, go to school, do whatever I wanted. But there were times where I've had cigarette butts thrown at me. (laughs) I have had quarters thrown at me. I have had people comment on my body and tell me I need to lose weight when I was already tiny. I needed to gain weight when I was tiny. I needed a boob job. I need to go get a butt lift. Maybe I should get my lips done. Maybe I should change my hair color. Or, you know, some women in that industry take it a step up, you know, way farther and are doing super inappropriate things. So then some people think every girl does that. And that's not the case. Not every person in the bikini industry is willing to do these extra naughty things. You know what I mean? I'm literally there to make coffee, pay for your shit, give me my tip and move on. Right. I met a lot of good people, but I also met a lot of just disgusting, horrible people. And the pressure I felt on myself for years, you know, I got ridiculed and shit from my family for it. I would date guys who said they were okay with it and then got super insecure about it. They would get mad at me for working my job when it's like, I'm not doing anything wrong. You know, you knew what you were getting into dating me. You don't get to then at that point, like judge me for what I'm doing. If you can't handle it, you shouldn't have dated me from the get go. Or just because you're willing to stand there half naked apparently means you're just a slut. That is not the case at all. I've met married women who are faithful where their husbands, oh, Kino is in here and he's shaking, stepping on stuff and making noise, who were totally fine with it. It's such like an industry where it shouldn't matter what someone's doing to make money and try and figure out their future. If you don't like it, you don't have to like it. But really, who are you to judge somebody when you have no idea what they're going through, what they have going on and the, you know, maybe financial obligations they have or they don't have supportive family? Because let me tell you, my my parents have never paid for shit. That's a totally different podcast. That's a very vulnerable podcast because I do not talk to my parents. I've done everything on my own. The one time I asked for help, I've never been able to hear the end of it. So, oh well. But the pressure from just being an it girl, you have to, you know, work out or you have to have a nice butt or you just all these things. And it's like to be looked at like an object for so long has been so difficult to get over. I, till this day at 29 years old, I sometimes don't even feel comfortable wearing a bikini out in public. And my boyfriend is so supportive and is like, you look amazing, just wear it, blah, blah, blah. 
But part of it is the mental aspect I'm still trying to get over. I love wearing clothes. I live in workout clothes now. I love wearing oversized sweats because I was half naked for so long. I'm having to get comfortable wearing crop tops. I'm having to get comfortable wearing bathing suits or wearing, you know, lingerie or whatever because it was such a negative part of my life for so long. And again, people think that it was just this easy, fun part of my life. It was the darkest parts of my life. I would never go back. I do not regret it. It has helped me become the amazing, strong woman I am today. But if somebody asks me if they should do it, I'm 1000% do everything in my power to talk you out of it. I look at men completely different. I look at relationships and marriage completely different. I look at just society different. I look at business owners different. The the pressure I felt on myself for those six and a half years was just horrible. There were days that I just would sit in that box and cry because I knew this wasn't for me. But again, you know, I was young, dumb, 20, 21, bought a sports car. I will never have a car payment like that ever again in my life. You know, living on my own. I didn't have roommates. It just, I was looking for something that I obviously wasn't getting. And now that I'm in an amazing place mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I'm in a very healthy relationship with my partner. Obviously, we have our things just like everybody, but 95% of the time, it's really supportive and my dogs are literally playing right outside the door right now you know come here bubba they want to make a debut on the podcast i will never be left alone i swear it's like having kids come here hey you guys want a treat can you sit down and be a good boy go lay down go lay down oh my gosh you guys they're literally ruining the podcast right now you want to go bye-bye go bye-bye um but the pressure I felt from other people, you know, Ashley, you're better than this. Ashley, you're better than what you're doing. You know, you look better clothed. It's like, I knew that. But how do you get out of something that you, that's all you've known? And again, when I didn't have the parental guidance that I wish I would have, it really played a role in the decisions that I made. So, Bikini Coffee was not all that in a bag of chips. We could... Kino! My dogs are so disrupting this episode right now. And I hope you guys are laughing, listening to this. Because if you guys know my dogs, you know they have to be the star of the show. With absolutely freaking everything. Hey, sit down right now, you Mr. and Mrs. But I'm in a good place now. I, I love the life that I live. I wouldn't take Bikini Coffee back, but the mental toll it can take on somebody for your just thoughts, your emotions, your self-esteem. It's not fun. So when I decided to leave Bikini Coffee, I put so much pressure on myself to change. Who I was is not who I wanted to be. Sitting in a box for eight hours, sometimes 16 hours, because the bosses didn't give a shit about you. They didn't care if you had a break. They didn't care if you even had a bathroom. There were times, and I'm so sorry to say this out loud. I did wash my hands. We had to pee in cups, you guys, because they didn't have a bathroom or they had coffee stands in the middle of freaking nowhere where there's no bathroom near you at all. Like that's the type of business owners we had in that industry. So 
again, if you're an outsider judging, you have zero idea what we went through as baristas. And the it's it was horrible. It was like being in a brothel, like working for this company that's like just trying to sell you. But Kona, come here. Come here. So at that point, when I left, I realized my pressure needed to be for myself. I knew when I left that job, I was like, I don't want to work for anyone ever again. I did have a part-time coffee job, clothes stand. My boss was great. So she was awesome. I obviously, after two years, left to be full-time for my business. But the pressure that we put on ourselves is what makes reality change. So I got back into my fitness, started doing all that. Every day I had to pressure myself. You're going to wake up. You're going to do personal development. You're going to work out. You're going to start eating differently. You're going to drink water. You're going to stop drinking caffeine. You're going to start making moves and changes because the girl that you have been the last six and a half years, the bikini girl, is not who you're going to be forever. You are going to change. You are going to be the happy, healthy, at-peace woman that you have daydreamed about while sitting in these horrible boxes forever. So fast forward now where I'm at currently next month, I am celebrating my three year business anniversary. I have done this on my own. I had $28,000 in debt. You guys, when I started my business, I had $28,000 in debt and I was like, how am I going to do this? But we're going to figure it out. And I did because I applied that pressure. It did not matter. I've had eight deaths in my family and in my intermediate family since I started my business the last three years. You know, I've gone through breakups. I've moved, had to, you know, try and rekindle things with my mom and take care of her. And then, you know, whatever. I've managed to make amazing friends. I've lost friends, went through a miscarriage recently. The pressure is on. The current pressure I have to take care of my team, take care of my clients, pay my bills, run my business, take care of my animals, take care of myself, take care of my partner, make sure I check in on my family, make sure I check in on my friends. And I'm trying to do this in huge, insane anniversary event in less than three weeks all by myself. The pressure is always on, you guys. And the thing is, you crack under pressure, everything's going to fall apart. But what you can do under pressure is to keep pushing forward. When people tell me this is going on, this is going on, this is going, that's excuses. That's everyday freaking life. It doesn't matter. You are always going to have things be thrown at you, but how you handle it is what matters. If you can keep pushing forward, that's what's going to matter. You are like an egg and you can keep rolling and rolling and rolling and stay solid. Keep going, keep going, keep going, make it through another dozen, make it through another dozen, or you can crack under pressure and get cooked literally. So I was asked this weekend, you know, after a mud race. It was fun. It was like an obstacle course mud race. Uh, We all went out to eat and I ordered a salad. And the question was, how do you stay so disciplined? Uh, First off, I don't. 
I am human. I do have cheat meals every now and then. Sometimes I have to cave and have like a little sweet snack or something. I'm human. I'm not perfect. But my goals and my drive to create the life that I dreamed of sitting in that bikini barista box, the pressure is what keeps me going. I could give a million excuses. That's not going to pay my bills. I could give a million reasons why I'm not going to show up to the gym. Guess what? I'm not going to feel good in the bathing suit I'm trying to wear in six months for Mexico. I am going to not feel good, you know, emotionally. Or my internal health isn't going to feel good if I'm just going to eat like shit all the time. The pressure I have, you know, for my finances monthly. I, yes, have my supportive partner. It's not his job to take care of me and my business. These are my responsibilities. I have a house. I have a car. I have insurance. I have a studio. I have to rent out the gym. I pay insurance on that. I pay for all these subscriptions a month to run my business. The list goes on. The list goes on. So the pressure constantly is there. But either you let it consume you or you let it drive you. That is the difference. Consuming pressure will break you and crack you or the drive pressure will help you grow. That saying, you go through what you grow through. So put that pressure on yourself. Stop always making the excuses. I absolutely love that society has, you know, really shown an interest on mental health ever since COVID. But now, if I'm being super honest, it's almost conditioned people to be big babies. And that might sound really harsh, but just because you're going through something doesn't mean you just stop showing up to your workouts. You stop showing up for your family. You stop showing up to work. No, give yourself a couple hours give yourself a day or two to get your shit together and put the pressure back on because that is how you're going to succeed i get worried you know sometimes even bringing children into this world because of how crazy things are right now why is it we go to work or i go to the grocery store or i go to a restaurant and the service there's like no service i have to do everything on my own and that's fine i'm totally capable But if I'm going to go out to eat, I want service. I want the interaction with my waiter. I want to tip my waiter for making my experience great. Or, you know, Halloween. I've passed out candy for years and years and years on Halloween. People don't even say trick or treat anymore. Kids aren't even saying trick or treat. Like, what is going on with the world? We have to, yes, be cautious and show the importance of mental health but we also need to show what hard work and dedication can do where it can push you how it can drive you pressure is normal making excuses is not it is normal but it shouldn't be normal pressure is a good thing I don't feel as if I have any pressure going on I'm not doing good enough If I feel like everything's good, business is fine, like my clients aren't good, whatever, I'm not pushing myself enough. I should feel the pressure. Every day I wake up, I go have to, how do I say this? I don't clock in and clock out. I don't have a job. I have a business. I don't get a paycheck. So that pressure all the time to 
show the importance of health and wellness, mental well-being, to help my clients, to keep them going, to keep them disciplined, to guide them to, you know, keep that pressure and build that routine, you know, that's pressure. I live my entire life under pressure. And so I will meet people who are like, oh my gosh, you're Ashley so-and-so and et cetera, et cetera. Like, how do you do it? Did it? Pressure. That's how. Pressure. Pressure to pay my bills. Pressure to run my business. Pressure to get this new part of my business that I'm not going to share because it's super secretive, very expensive, but it's going to be huge when I blow all these mother effas out the water. The pressure to make that happen so my team can have a better environment, so my team can have more resources to be the best versions of them possible, so I can live a life of more freedom. It's pressure. Pressure because I refuse to go sit in a coffee stand half naked ever again to pay my bills, feed my kids, anything. I live under pressure, but it's about how you manage it, and that is why working out every day helps me manage it. That is why being somebody who really struggles with ADHD, I have lists everywhere. I have notepads everywhere. I may not get everything done every day, but I do get it done. Whether it takes me a week or not, I get it done because the pressure is on no matter what. So this week, I really want you to think to yourself, Are you applying enough pressure in your life to get to where you want to be and your goals and things you want to do or want to accomplish? Or are you taking the easy route and just kind of living life day in and day out, thinking something's going to change or thinking something's going to happen and just hoping for the best and just hoping today might be the day that my dream job pops up or today is the day I lose the weight that I want or I gain the booty that I want. Kona banana. My dogs are nodding tonight. But what pressure are you applying in your life to make changes? That's my question for you. Short and sweet today. Oh my goodness. Kona wants to finish off for you guys. Anything else? All right. We're going to go. Bye bye. All right. I love you guys. I'm sorry my dogs have been naughty today, but this is my daily life. And again, what am I going to do? Not do a podcast. I live with two dogs, two pit bulls that are my babies, and they are so emotional and so vocal. So again, I could not do a podcast because of that, or we can just laugh about it together. Again, pressure, expectations for myself, and no excuses. I'm really excited for you to listen to the next podcast. It's about family. that's a vulnerable one. It'll take me all week to really (laughs) work up the courage to talk about that one. Maybe I'll take a shot before. Sorry, coach, if you're listening, but I need that shot. (laughs) Um, Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Go follow me on YouTube at Totally Ash. Go follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Totally Ash. My Facebook, Ashley Brenner. If you ever need anything, please do not be scared to reach out. I am here for that. Even if you don't want it, help in the health and fitness aspect of it. If you just need someone to talk to, I'm here. I I've been through a lot and I know if I can change things in my life and I can be where I'm at today, I know that you can too. So I love you and I will see you guys soon.